people up in my head. Um, That's I'm, literally on a little thingy, a little quote downstairs in their front porch, and I still don't know it. It's a terrible place, that. It's cute, though. Yeah, it looks great, but not when it's behind coats. Yeah. Well, it wasn't behind coats, and then we got a lot of coats. So now it's behind coats. Too many coats. I don't think they make coats. Too many coats. Too many coats. Because these have, like, three to five pegs on. I'm not going to lie. The whole of our porch isn't big enough. No, that's true. But that's a point for another day, isn't it, Phil? We'll do it on episode 85. <laughs> how to make your porch big enough for the coats that you've got. I always call it a hall and you get really confused, don't you? Yeah, it, oh, it's in the hall. Oh, we've not got a hall. We don't have a house big enough for a hall. doesn't make sense. Porch, hall, same, same, but different. Very, very different. They're not, how are they very, very different? They're just living in a dream world that we've got a hall. Give me a definition. Like, what's the difference between a porch and a hall? Uh, a hall is like a corridor that you walk through. Fair enough. A porch is a box. <laughs> it's the shape. Some people have really big porches. Yeah, they're called halls. No, I think it's to do with the fact that doors go off it. More than one door. More than one door. It. More than one That's door. That's what I think defines a hall versus a porch. That's a place, isn't it? More door. More door. <laughs> oh, what's going on? My mum's ringing me. She'll have to wait. Oh, she's going to hear that now when she listens to the yeah. episode. You bobbing her off. Well. Well. <laughs> She knows why. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, she'll know, won't she? That. It was nothing serious. What are you going to do now? Ring her back when we finish. Okay. Anyway. Or should I answer it? There's a bit like now. <laughs> this is the final right, episode. still not ringing. In our eight part Final. Series. It is. It's, it's do you know the what? final episode. I've enjoyed it. It's not the very final episode. Don't forget to tune in next week. Yeah, we've still got one next week. This is just part eight of eight. Um, if this is the first one you've ever listened to, then I have got a treat for you. Because there's <laughs> seven more episodes that you can go... Well, there's not. There's 83 more episodes that you can go back and listen to. But you can actually go and listen to seven parts of the eight-part series of What Does It Take to Be Successful in Your Journey? And yeah, you know, we've done lots of episodes of this, haven't we? Yeah, tons, yeah. Little that. 84. Well, if you're still now. listening, if you've been listening from the beginning, then good on right. you. I was going to say someone let me know if you've been all the way through, but you might feel like a bit of a weirdo. I feel like, oh, I'm one of those people, but we love it. Like, please tell Honestly, us. Honestly, so, quite a few people have messaged me saying, oh, I'm just binging your podcast episodes. I feel famous, Phil. You are your I feel famous when people are binge listening to you me. Are you hate it when I mention that I've been like an influent- in an influencer situation, don't you? Because it's never true. But I just always make it up a little bit. Ooh, well, like that time that someone recognised you in Starbucks. No, that wasn't a situation. <laughs> I wasn't thinking of that. That was true, though. She was like, oh, you're that guy off Facebook. And I was like, Jen, I made it. That was when you went viral in McDonald's. Made it. Or, like, with your McDonald's thing. Yeah, I, I literally felt famous for about five minutes. That was brilliant. Mm. I went massive in the Philippines. <laughs> Massive. It's not because your name's Phil, do you think? Could be. I got, th- honestly, genuinely, one picture. This has never happened before. Probably never happened again. I got thousands. Millions? Oh, I'm not finished. Of what? what? I'm not finished saying what it was. Thanks. That was not what I was going to say. Oh. I got thousands of new people subscribed to my Facebook page. Like thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands. 50-something percent of them were for the Philippines. Really? The yeah, I have no idea why. Yeah, and then McDonald's told, like stole your idea and made an actual campaign yeah. that gave you no credit. I they? messaged them. I was like, excuse me, can, can I have something for... Like, <laughs> I, honestly, I'd have taken a quarter pounder. I would. I think they thought I wanted a lot. I'd have taken a free burger. Like, excuse me, could, uh, could you please just at least like put my name somewhere? I just like, recognised that it was me and they was like... Well, it's actually impossible for us to say you thought it up first. I'm like, well, it isn't because... I went viral a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a campaign. It's pretty obvious it was me. But the funny I, thing is you worked for them for many years as well. I did. That's probably how I knew how to do it. Wait, yeah, but I thought... 
was it an actual thing? Yeah, I created it. Yeah. So the if you haven't seen this picture, Phil put imagine like all oh, I can think is nugget box. Oh, they come in a bag now. Yeah, really it was a quarter pound box. Like, a quarter pound box. Yeah. And you when you open your box and you've got that little gap in the middle, Phil put his drink straw through that and mm. they essentially created a little tray with his drink straw in the middle of it. And it was so that I could eat all of my food and drink my drink without having to like have everything all over my lap. It was a great idea. Honestly, some of the compliments I got were beautiful. Some of the insults I got, I would not repeat. I couldn't. James Bond <laughs> listens to this. His family and friends listen to this. There's no way I could repeat some of the words that were used to describe me. Oh, what? someone sent another spot question this week. Right, okay, we'll go and get it then. I will. I had one for myself that was really good, but I've got another one now. Bear with us five minutes into scrolling on social media. Do I want two? No, just keep one for now. Not the one that you was going to say. Choose the one that somebody else wanted just to say. I liked mine. It was a good one. Well, you've got one for in two weeks' time. I've got one in my pocket. What do you mean? I've got a on the spot question. No, I've genuinely have, because you know before when we went to my mum's? Yeah. And she gave us a Kit Kat? Yeah. There's that on the spot questions (laughs) in the back. On the spot questions. I ripped that bit off so that I can ask you. Well, you know what I mean. Like, it's that. It's that. Type, it's like that. Would you rather type thing? So I was like, I'm ripping that off. I'm taking it for today, just in case it's my turn. But it was your turn. So now I've got one for next week, and you've got one for the week after. We're flying. If only we had a subject to talk about in the next few weeks, because we've no idea what we're going to talk about next. Which is a nice little segue for me to ask. If there's any things you'd love us to talk about, drop one of us a message. And honestly, it can be anything. And if we've already spoke about it once, but you want us to speak about it again in more depth or with a slightly different. Um, I don't know, angled, then please just ask us. We really do not mind. In fact, we'd appreciate it because then we don't have to think about what to speak about. <laughs> so it'll save us some time. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I think it's more stuff. to do with the fact that we'll be chatting about things that you actually want to listen to. Oh, that's as well. Yeah, that's a nice little byproduct. I appreciate <laughs> that as well. I appreciate that too. Um, but I mean, there's nothing like having a bit of time saved on a Sunday, isn't it? <laughs> so yeah, no, honestly, if you've got anything that you want us to chat about, as Jen said, it'll massively help us to help you because then we know that we're talking about something that you want to listen to. Um, so it makes sense. You're tuning in going, actually, I, I want to listen to this because I asked them the question. Yeah. Week. But today, we're talking about the power of accountability and coaching. In actual fact, I've got a bone to pick with my coach. We went to um, our coach um, does an event, doesn't mm. he, every couple of months or so? Yeah. Um, so we went to one yesterday. I had to do, or we had to do, should I say, three rounds of about half an hour mm. over like two hours of yeah. different exercises disgusting oh my goodness i feel hungover my body hurts that much today <laughs> do you know like when you have a hangover and like literally your whole body's like a really bad one and your whole body just like just doesn't want to do anything at yep. all mm-hmm. that's how i feel today mm. i didn't touch a drop of alcohol and i'm in absolute bits sorry but We've got a coach. It's really great. I'm a coach. And because you've got someone by your side every single step of the way mm. who, honestly, really powerful as well because before I had a coach, I you were training me, weren't you? Hang on, sorry. Before I had a coach, Phil was training me. Phil was my coach. Thank you. Give me some You got credit. me doing though because I was a difficult client. That's fact. <laughs> <laughs> I, actually, I found you another coach so you can leave me. <laughs> She's doing nothing that I asked. She's like, it's not, I was like, it's not working, Jen. This, this, this relationship isn't good. You had been doing it for like two years before that. Yeah, that is true. I just hit a point we where We just hit a like, point where it was like, not much else is going to happen with me as your coach. So yeah. I think you need some outside perspective. Mm. I suppose that's the point really, isn't it? Because yeah. 
my results have like actually like hugely accelerated since having a coach and I think that's a brilliant thing about having a coach is like it does speed up your results and makes things 10 million times easier mm-hmm. too because I think having that outside perspective um it's really interesting I remember one client saying to me dropping me a message a few weeks back I may have talked about this before um because it was a few weeks back that she sent this message but she was like I thought that I knew what I needed to do. I just needed to be taught, like, Mm. I I just needed to do it. And she was like, how wrong I was. Mm. Like, I think, and it comes down to that making it 10 times easier because she was just like, you just see so many things that I don't. And I think that's the thing when you have that out person looking in. Um, but there are hundreds of reasons. We could literally go on and on about them all day. Oh, this could be a four-hour episode easily. But we've picked three. We have. Number one, the first one is... That most people will massively overcomplicate the process, and quite often, and if you're, if this is you right now, please don't panic because this is ninety nine point nine nine percent of the people that we speak to will be doing so many different things to try to, for example, lose weight. Like doing so many different things. And had a call a few, you know, about two weeks ago, um, and she was trying intermittent fasting. She was cutting out sugar, and what else was she doing? There was a third thing that she was doing. Like there was just so. There were so many big things and then loads of little minor things as well that she was trying to do. And in reality, you probably need to be doing two or three like really carefully selected things or carefully selected strategies. And we actually do that within our coaching process. One of the first things we do um, is after we've already had a call, already had a chat and stuff like that is we jump on another call because we are genuinely pretty obsessed with making sure clients are doing exactly what it is they need to be doing. Uh, because ultimately we want to make sure that you're saving time, saving energy and not wasting time doing things that aren't actually helping you. So we jump on a call and we map out the whole journey and say, right, we're not going to complicate this for the sake of complicating it. This is going to be super simple, super straightforward. And we're going to make sure that everything that you're doing has actually got a reason behind doing it. And one of the big questions we always ask is, um, do you know exactly what it is you need to do? Then we ask, do you know exactly how you need to do those things? And do you even know why you're doing them? And the reason that we ask that to clients when we're first starting out is because we find it super, super important that everything's just dead straightforward. We don't want it to be difficult. You've already done all the difficult stuff and it didn't work. It doesn't need to be more complicated or more difficult than that. It just needs to be two or three really carefully selected things, which obviously we do because that's us. We're the coach. We're, we're the side of that. We're the coach. Um, and we work out, right, what are the two to three things this person needs to be doing on a day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month basis that will allow them to move closer to their goals, saving them time, saving them energy, and helping them to achieve everything that they wanted to achieve for 10, 20, 30 years in the next few months. Yeah. Boom. Boom. What's the second one, Jen? Second one. People overestimate how hard the process needs to be. Mm -hmm. Like, putting... Putting themselves into really restrictive positions, even if you're not cutting calories, essentially what you're doing is putting yourself into a huge calorie deficit by being incredibly restrictive. So that I was going to say just calorie deficit, but I think people automatically assume that that's like a calorie counting thing, but we can be in a calorie deficit if we're losing weight we are. But if we're losing at a very rapid rate, we're in a very big calorie deficit. And alongside that it tends to be that people create these really difficult and overwhelmingly stressful goals to make it as quick as they possibly can because they just want to get the results and and like just get them now but you often end up being left hungry tired stress and the problem with when you're feeling hungry tired and stressed and restricting everything that you enjoy eating and you don't want to do it anymore is that you can't keep doing it (laughs) and 
then you is the journey really that quick if if you're constantly on it and off it because you can't actually adhere to the goals that you're setting for yourself or somebody else is setting for you and and you end up constantly starting over or starting again or eating loads of stuff that you shouldn't have and then being back where you start you're back in that or start on monday cycle which actually ends up being probably one of the slowest ways to succeed so you think you're getting there quickly but in actual fact you end up running in circles beating yourself up and feeling really rubbish about yourself as a result 100 percent. and then the final one and this is probably the one that most people are expecting us to speak about but it is true it's accountability because you know that if your goal is for example to lose weight there are going to be things you're going to need to do on a day-to-day basis it doesn't just happen accidentally there are going to be some things that you're going to need to do uh, each day to move you closer to that goal. And as we've just spoken about, those things don't need to be complicated and they also don't need to be really difficult. And if you've got someone pretty decent who's working with you, they'll make sure that those things are not complicated and not difficult. So it'll be really straightforward and it will make sense and you'll be able to do it. However, having someone alongside you can actually hold you to what it is you said you would do might just be more powerful than anything else ever. Because when you've got really easy things to do that aren't complicated... It's really interesting because something's really easy to do. It also means it's really easy to not do. And so it's really important to have someone alongside you that's like, well, this is what we said we were going to do. You know, and it's never coming from a place of criticism. Criticism. It's basically just questioning that situation. Like, right, okay, we said we were going to do this. We didn't. How come, it, how come we didn't manage to do it? Is there a reason? And ultimately, having that accountability and having someone there with you will allow you to do the things that you know you need to do on a day-to-day basis. And the thing with accountability is this isn't now about forcing you to do things that you don't want to do. That's the difference between good accountability and bad accountability. And this is why a lot of people um, leave other coaches and struggle to maintain the results because the only reason they was doing it is through accountability because that coach was asking them to do something really, really restrictive, really, really difficult. And the only reason they were able to do it is because they had a coach. Whereas the way in which we run accountability is we are here to hold you to what you said you was going to do. However, we also want to make sure that what we're doing is achievable long term. Yes, you're maybe doing it right now because you've got accountability, but we're wanting to make sure that we put the things, the routines, the habits, the behaviours into place so that you can do it forever because you don't want to leave us and then yeah. lose that result. One of our little stages that we do is actually like teaching you how to become accountable to yourself and mm-hmm. how to hold yourself accountable. And like there is a huge thing in like that this is part of why we have a coach. Like having... Even like, no, like, yeah, you could be like, well, why does a coach need a coach? But like having that somebody there to bounce ideas off, to share the down days, to help you figure out what it is you need to be doing moving forward, no matter where you are in your journey, is incredibly powerful. Like accountability is amazing. Like there'll be weeks where I, I don't even speak to my coach, but I know he's there. I know that if he doesn't hear from me he'll be dropping me a message and being like you're right (laughs) and i think it's just knowing that that's there is really really powerful and what i love we've been working with joe now well over a year isn't it yeah it is it was it's like 14 15 months now i think and i don't have any intention of leaving him anytime soon joe if you're listening we're not leaving (laughs) joe does not listen to us it definitely doesn't no but we like because we hugely value that in our life don't we like mm. we like we can do it on our own and we do have the skill set to do it on mm. our own but like we find it really powerful to have somebody who's working at a higher level than we are encouraging us and inspiring us and pushing us to do even better than 
what we're capable of yeah. ourselves. And there is that phrase, isn't there? If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Because ultimately, like, you know, me, Jen, you, the listener, you could just not have a coach and you could make all the decisions yourself. And that's what that phrase means. If you want to go fast, go it alone. Because if you're making all the decisions yourself, you're not having to communicate with other people. So, so you basically go, right, shall I do this, this, or this? Right, I'm going to go and do that. I'm going to do the first thing. Right, I'll go and do it. And it might be the wrong thing to do. So then you end up back where you started. You're like, right, I'll do the second thing. And then you go and do it and then you end up back to where you start again. And you go and do the third thing. And that gets you to where you want to be. And it feels fast because you're making all the decisions. But you won't get very far because you're constantly starting and stopping and starting and stopping. So if you want to go far, go together. Go with someone because that's going to allow you to make the correct decision a lot quicker without having this kind of like trial and error approach. Like, oh, I'll give this a go this week and I'll give this a go this month. And then I'll trial that next month. Mm-hmm. And, if, and I've actually heard people say, what I'm going to do is this, but if that doesn't work... And I know it sounds great having a plan B and there's nothing wrong with having a plan B, but going into something with the mindset of this diet might not work, so I've got this diet as a backup, pretty much says everything about those two diets. And ultimately, you shouldn't have a diet backup. You should have a backup to certain like individual plans on a day-to-day basis that allow you to be really flexible and free, not plan Bs for diets that might not work that you're now trying to adhere to. But if what we've said above is something that you do know that actually would be beneficial for you you would actually benefit from having this kind of help and support feel free to drop either me or jenna message if you drop us a message just saying the word podcast we'll know exactly why it is you've messaged us if this is in five years time i might be a little bit confused and ask for a bit more information um but if not then um just drop one of us a message with the word podcast and we can send you all the details that you're going to need to find out everything that you're going to need to know about coaching, about how it works, about accountability, about how the journey can be easier and quicker for you. But before any of that happens, keep listening because Jen's going to put me on the spot with a question. Yeah, I want to do two questions. Right, just do the one question. Oh, why can't you let me have two? Because then it'd be on the spots and it's called oh. on the spot. <laughs> okay, you ready? Yes. This is from our favourite, Sarah Jones, number one podcast fan. Always, oh, wow. every single week, tags our podcast on her stories. Thanks, Sarah. Legend. Thank you, Sarah. Also, if anybody else is listening and you want to tag it on your story on social media, honestly, it massive, literally massively selfish. Helps us loads. Gets the word out. It really does, because if you put it on your story and somebody who's following you sees it and you put a nice little comment about how much it's helped you... Somebody else might go and listen to it and then you might help, indirectly help that person because they might hear something they really need to hear on our podcast. Absolutely. Spread the love. Spread the love. Um, Speaking of love. Oh, no. um, What she asked. (laughs) Worried. You ready? No, go on. Sarah Jones said, shag, marry or kill. Oh, no. (laughs) You ready? Yeah. Harry Potter. Oh. Robin Easley. (laughs) Or Rubius Hagrid. That is an absolutely spectacular question. I may need to just confirm that I am straight before I answer this question. <laughs> right. Hagrid, Potter, Weasley, Shag, Marry and Kill. Right, okay. I would... Also, is that the normal way of doing it? Because I couldn't figure out what the normal three is. Yeah, it it felt different. Like snog, isn't it? But oh. So I've just gone in. She's like, do you know what? Forget kissing. Snog, marry, avoid, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I thought it was... Oh, it's Snog, Marry and Avoid or Shag, Marry and Kill. So there's two different ways. Oh. Which one's she gone for? Shag, Marry and Kill. Right. So... We've got the non-PC version. I know. Straight Just asking the question how it is. Fair enough. Give the people what they want. She did actually put in brackets, could say, love, if Shag is too controversial. That's a little bit late now. We've said it seven times. <laughs> I'm not editing all this. 
I've got things to do this afternoon. I'm not sure what yet, but I probably have. Right, we were saying Weasley, Potter and Hagrid. Yeah. Right. Potter? I would. Was one of them kill? Yeah. Potter. Why? Do you know what? It's not his fault. But after watching the films, they should have just picked someone else to do it. Like, <laughs> it's not his fault. It isn't. Well, but if it was just the book version? Yeah, but I've seen the film, so I've, oh, my no. thoughts are tarnished. Sorry, Harry, but I mean, it's made me Daniel decision, Radcliffe easy. was not the best casting. I think I'd have done a better job, and I haven't read the books at that oh, point. Yeah. I feel bad. Do you think Harry Potter was supposed to be a likeable character? Well, if so, it didn't work. Yeah. There are parts where I understand he wasn't supposed to be like, well, I get that, but I don't think that he did the character justice. Anyway, so that's my kill. Okay. Marry. Can't be Hagrid, can it? <laughs> What's for the life of Hagrid? Legend, he'd do anything for you. <laughs> what a man. What a man. Well, Ron Weasley's comedy. Yeah. Provides the comedy. Like, you could have a laugh with him. All right, well, I will do. I'll enjoy myself. <laughs> you really shag him. Yeah, but I won't. I don't want to spend my life with him. Hagrid's brilliant. Hagrid, honestly, if you're half the wife that Hagrid would make as husband... I would be a wife. I'll be truly happy. Oh, God, that's just made you happy anyway. <laughs> Honestly, I say the word wife and Jane gets buzzing. <laughs> yeah, because it don't feel real. It's not yet. You're not married to me. Oh, no, but I'm going to be. Yeah, you are. If we keep going in the right direction, everything will be all right. What, are you planning on quitting and leaving? No, I can't. Got a lot riding on it. Yeah, I know. Podcast, business. Mm, yeah. <laughs> House. Yeah. Dog. I just found out Hagrid's available though, so. <laughs> Phil always says he'd never leave me because the paperwork would be too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's a difficult one, eh? <laughs> Plus, last Saturday we spent ages doing the back garden. Like, I don't want that to be wasted. I was tired after that. We're, we're looking to leave the house soonish, so... Yeah, that's fine, because we get money for that. <laughs> Sell it. Worthy investment. <sighs> but yeah, that's what I would do. That's my order. There's my answers. Uh, Are you sure you don't want my question? Not until two weeks' time. That's such a long time to wait. I'll have forgotten it by then. Write it down. I have. Well, well, then I'll how forgot- can you forget? I will have forgotten that I've written it down. You won't. In a couple of weeks, you'll be like, oh, I need to find, I need to get myself an on the spot question for the podcast. And I'll say, no, you don't, because you've got one written down. Yeah, I've got a better memory than me. I have, you're right. Mm. Anyway, yeah. uh, thanks for that, Sarah. I massively, genuinely appreciate 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 it. That, that was a really good question. I enjoyed that one. Good uh, honestly, we've asked so many things of you this episode. I feel like we've asked for more things for us to talk about in the episode. We've asked you to uh, share this episode to other people. And we've also said, if you want to know a bit more about what we do, drop us the word podcast. And now I'm going to say, I've got any on-spot questions, chuck them my way. But I've got one for next week, so you've got a few weeks to think of one. Have you? Yeah, Kit Kat. You have got a terrible memory, haven't you? Yeah. (laughs) Did you say that on my episode? Yes. Did you? Mm. That wasn't in a personal conversation? This is a personal conversation. (laughs) That's what this episode is. This is not a private one. This this is the only time we speak. (laughs) Right. Thank you very much for listening. Are you joking? In work time, work hours, working hours. Yeah, because we're speaking to clients, can't speak to you as well. <laughs> Sorry, Jen. I know you'd love that. Phil refuses to work with me. It's not true, but sometimes Jen does require a little bit more. Um... Phil doesn't like co working. Phil likes to be right. alone, being. When I try and have a conversation I with him, I don't mind co working. <laughs> but if I'm trying to work and like I'm fixated on something that I'm doing and I'm doing really well, Jen just starts asking me questions. He don't tell me he's, he's busy though. He just lets me just chat away and then just gets annoyed at me. Brilliant. 
Honestly, you've got your own coach. We've spoke about it this afternoon. Message Joe. <laughs> what oh, a time I'm having relationship problems. Yeah. My business partner's not speaking to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably speak to you more if you just let me finish. He work. won't work in the same room as me. I will. We're you working won't? in the same room now. You refuse to work in the same room as me. Mm. He also says I'm too loud. Cheers. <laughs> Honestly, that's one I'm not taking back. I work, right, I know nobody knows the floor plan of our house, so I'll try and explain it. I work in the office upstairs. Between me and Jen sometimes, you've got to open the office door, go across the landing, down the stairs, through the living room, through the kitchen, and into the conservatory. There's three doors separating us, four rooms, a landing, a set of stairs, and I can't concentrate because Jen's speaking. That's how loud Jen is. Do you know now why I can't work in the same room? I can just about work in the same house. It's not my problem, I've personally. No, I've got it's my, not your my problem, hearing's it's mine. my hearing's going in one ear. It's my problem. I don't know where I lie down. Uh, very. <laughs> what you should do is speak. It's bad. And then just go quieter. But whatever you do. Inside voice. Yeah, inside voice. Like this right now, the conversation we're having. Yeah. That's brilliant. You don't speak that loud to clients. You scream at them. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm, like, I'm not bad, but I'm pretty sure you're not asking me. I get excited. I know you do. I know you love your job and it's fantastic. Thank you. But I just want to make sure that well, clients... When clients, you know, hit that point where they're like, I've smashed it and I'm ready to go, I just want to make sure they don't have, like, bad hearing from you screaming at them for months on end. Just a hype crew. Anyway. Yeah, she's the hype crew. If you want me as your hype crew, yeah. then if you want a hype crew, come to me instead of Phil, because... If you want to be screamed at, really... <laughs> If you're slightly hard of hearing, you might want to yeah. chat to me. Good news yeah. is, if you work with me, you'll still hear Jen in the background. <laughs> anyway, have a fantastic week. See you next week. Bye.